Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's time for seminal headlines featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, managing editor Ira Chofel, and senior writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. The seminal headlines begins right now. 93.3 Real Talk Radio and Warchant TV. Thanks so much if you're listening and or watching. If you're watching, make sure, as always, you like and subscribe so that others may find the show. There's Ira, there's Corey in the other room. Still still loving this setup, guys. I just yeah, think it just I like it. us all together a little bit better. A lot better, a lot better. I mean, it's it's like a different scale. It's not You can't even compare the two. It's true. Completely different. And uh, if you're watching, you see the, uh, the logo there for the great Register Sausage. And uh, as always, yay, sausage! You know, I was in Publix. Uh, I don't go into Publix often in Tallahassee, but I was, I was getting Brady and I some, some items some necessities, and I only saw the smoked sausage. and It was a ton of it, but I only saw the smoked sausage. I didn't see my jalapeno cheddar, didn't see my andouille. Sold out. Probably sold out is what I'm thinking. Without question. Uh, because smoked sausage is great. I get it. But, man, you gotta you got to diversify when you're talking about registers. It's not just a one-trick pony. But you also know what headliners and elite headliners do when they don't have all the register sausage you want. you got to protest, man. you gotta, you got to stand up. If you don't I mean, stand I, up for registers... You'll fall for anything. I threw a fit. I mean, I threw a fit for about 10 minutes, but nothing. They still didn't produce any, any andouille for me. So you thought they were hiding it in the back? I thought it must be for the managers yeah. or like VIPs like, Don't put Publix. it all out there, yeah. guys. Bring yeah, it to save my it family. for the VIPs or something. Yeah, right. so that was a little disappointing. Nonetheless, we love Register Sausage, and uh, Ira, you like to tell people how they can get it all over the United States um, outside of perhaps Alaska. Other than Alaska. Other than right. Alaska. Well, although I think... We haven't gotten an update lately from Ben, the sausage guy, but I think they may be able to ship it to mm. Alaska. Mm. Um, but we're not sure. We're, Feed we're the still serial killers. Feeling yeah. that out. But registermeats.com is the website. If you live across the southeast, Florida, Georgia, Alabama, up into, I think, into the Carolinas now, you can get your registered sausage in your local grocery store. If they don't have it, protest peacefully. And if they and if you don't have it, if you don't live in this area, order uh, your sausage at registermeats.com. It's a big day. Uh, it's Corey's birthday. It's Flag Day, yeah. and 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 a couple of things happen. First of all, Flag Day represents Corey's birthday, and it's the day that I answer emails. Oh, you do it every Flag Day. Once a year, I answer emails. And, oh, nice, day. man. Yeah. Is that a coincidence that it happens to be my birthday? Have you been, or did you choose that because you knew it was my birthday? I and just Steffi Graf. I knew the significance of Flag Day, and I thought, you know, I ought to do something of significance on Flag Day. It's also Corey's birthday. Uh, why not answer the emails that have come in since the previous Flag Day? So smart. And and I go back and I get to them. Uh, when I started this tradition, I hadn't answered emails in roughly five to seven years. 
And uh, this is a true story. Tom cracked up laughing. I'll never forget it. I sent emails back to people, some of which were bitching at me for something four and a half years ago. And I answered it. And this gun guy was like, so good of you to get back to me. He was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Email, it was good. Yeah, yeah. So One is like, I think Smag is the answer. Yeah. I think Smag can replace Jameis. <laughs> it was great. It was great. So and, anyhow, uh, big you, day. You just had a birthday as well. I did. Birthday's all about, mm -hmm. all about here. Yep. on some, So welcome to the 50s club, Corey. Not quite Congratulations there. Congratulations to you. There. You're basically, so I'm basically 50. I'm on the uh, the wrong side of 40, so I, I'm getting closer and closer. 46 or 47? 47. And Ooh. I brought, but what's cool about that is for most of Nothing, this year. Nothing's cool about it. I thought I was 47. <laughs> for about eight months it's of this like year. It's like 20 bucks in your pocket. I know. I'm like, oh, lunch. crap. I'm only just now turning 47. So I, I saved myself eight or nine months uh, because I thought I was 47 for most of this year. And I got to uh, I got to find out today through a surgical visit, uh, with a, well, the visit with, with the surgeon, that I ha get to have my gallbladder taken out. Well, you're on, very excited. On July 18th. So, so everybody this... plan accordingly. July 18th, Corey's getting his gallbladder taken out. And they're not doing a transplant. I asked if I could get somebody else's gallbladder. Um, but apparently they don't do that. A dead marathon runner. I would think. That'd yeah, be a great one. Like no or, stones in that thing, yeah, probably. Strong dude. You'd give him your gallbladder. If you in need, a heartbeat, if you, you would. It. You don't need it. Uh, is that right? Yeah. I don't need it at all? Apparently. Well, the guy's pretty willy-nilly about taking it out of me, saying it's no big deal. <laughs> but so. yours is problematic. It has been for years. Yes, it has been. Yeah. And you've but. got a perfectly good one. I think. It's so, never bothered me. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'd, I'd rather have a younger one. Yeah, I don't want somebody in their 50s gallbladder. I want a 28-year-old I just turned 51. Let me. Let, I'll let you in on a little secret. I thought I was turning 52. <laughs> See? It's what this a is day. beautiful. Guys, when you day. get older, you yeah. forget your age. I couldn't if, believe it. What if they gave somebody else your gallbladder like on a discount? Oh, those <laughs> yeah. poor bastards. It's only every like, couple months you have debilitating pain. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be fine. And he's not that tough. You can probably handle it. Uh, Eric Angel writes, happy birthday, Corey. Cold one's on me, and he's contributed to that end. So oh, thank, thank you, Eric. Eric. I appreciate it, buddy. Appreciate Thanks, that. Thanks, Eric. Yeah. No, so good. So listen, for years, you refused to eat properly or drink properly. Uh, and take care of yourself in any capacity, and and we worried about you. And then Ira specifically said, "Man, I think something's wrong with your gallbladder." Mm -hmm. And and you know, you changed your diet, you did a lot of things, you've lost a lot of weight, you're working out, you look great. But it turned out Ira was like the doctor amongst yeah. us. Yeah. Who uh, two years ago we were all at my previous place of employment. And you were like, man, something's wrong with your gallbladder. I basically am a doctor. You basically, yeah. but yeah. you nailed this one. Well, because Kim had it. Kim had the okay. same thing. Yeah. And so she had her surgery, and I was just telling before the show. it. Uh, I'm not going to say it changed her life, but it was a lot better. So I'm looking forward to... Looking forward to him being able, being able to eat the fried foods he's always. Oh, I'm looking forward to getting back wait. to Fritos. You know what you're looking <laughs> forward to? Getting back to my Fritos. You're gonna get back to exactly what you were doing before, buddy. I don't think so. God, Come on, on, how much have you missed that Mick Ultra life? I'm uh, not much, honestly, <laughs> but I I have missed Fritos. Okay, not Fritos, but stuff like that. You know, I can't oh, snack like I used to. Oh man, that's good. And uh, and and so it is that uh, it's a fun, eventful week to do Seminole headlines. We thoroughly vetted, I think, the Mike Martin Jr. situation. Uh, we probably still need to do it, but I want to say something to Matthew real quick. You don't have to post a comment that says I'm the Abe Vigoda of Seminole headlines because I look much older than I am. He doesn't? You don't have to do that. I, I, I could live my whole life without seeing a comment like that. <laughs> so, and I love Life Spectator, but, you know, that, was, so, that wasn't so the best thing. That's not nearly as bad as when they compared you to, who was it? Uh, they put the side-by-side -side photo. Somebody did this for, for Wake Up War Chant. They were making fun of you oh, as I, being, I, who was the guy? I don't remember. There's the guy from, uh, like, Pawn Stars or something. Oh, that that's, that's who it was. Like, yeah. That's who it was. You well, were you devastated. Had, you had never seen. Like, I didn't know. Never seen no, it was the guy in the trail that's like, man, have you ever been told you look like the guy from Pawn Stars? And you don't look like And I'm like, like I don't know what you're talking about. He goes, oh, you look exactly like him. I thought you were him. I mean, you're a white, bald guy with a goatee. And I looked at him. 
and the guy's, you know, three three bills probably. <laughs> He's and, lived less than a salubrious life, and I remember seeing that photo going, that would hurt. Yeah, I can tell you yeah. were bothered by it. It's okay, you can admit yeah, it. I mean, that I, would bother me, too. Yeah, that was a touch. There's a lot of good-looking bald guys, too. I mean, sure. I know apparently I'm you're not one of them. At, you're looking yeah, at one know, right I now. Know. You're right here. I, you see me three times a week. That's right, you're right. Yeah, you're good to go. Yeah, I was thinking about that this morning. I was like, we've all you've talked about you know, Mike Martin Jr. getting fired on your show plenty. Corey's talked about it on his shows. I've talked about it. We did, but, but we haven't done it all together. So I guess we need to talk about it a little bit, or just the state of FSU baseball. Well, I actually think this allows us to kind of segue to it nicely. Seminal moments wrote: If you guys are off work during a major FSU event, are you happy you don't have to do anything, or are you annoyed you can't immediately express your take? Uh. And that's actually a great question because I was driving, you were driving. Yeah. Uh, I was on my way to his hometown. He was on his way to my hometown, yep. ironically. To watch two great teams compete. That's correct. And uh, I was just working. Raining, yeah, you're just doing what you do. The two of us were going to opposite cities to see reigning world champions. Right. Good point. Yeah. yeah. And so I was driving. I was nearly in Atlanta when I – it was the morning. I, let, I get up and get out the door, folks. Right. I don't fool around. When yeah. I'm going somewhere, we are out the door. I'm an ass about it, too, by the way. My wife was relieved not to be going with me to Atlanta this past weekend, but the kids were going. So I said, 6 a.m., we're out the door. <laughs> we're not BSing around here. We're getting out the door. I'm not dealing with it because you always got to deal with McDonough. You no, could be you locked You're into right McDonough about for yep. two hours. You're Who knows? Right. That yep. They should burn it to the ground. Anyhow, so. <laughs> Somebody did. Years ago, should have left it that way. <laughs> and as I was driving, I get this text early in the morning from somebody that would know, and I go, Oh, this is going down? This is going down now, and I'm out of town, and I know Gene's going to want us to do something, as he rightfully should, since we're employed by Warchant.com. It and is a Friday afternoon, yeah. Yeah, and so, nonetheless, uh, I, I called you, and you are like, we're on it, we got it, your sources were working hard just like ours, and uh, as it turned out, um, I, I was a little disappointed not to be able to weigh in, not because I wanted to revel in the misfortune of Mike Martin Jr., but it's a big story because of what it represented. And I think that's what we've talked about is that for the first time in a long time, Florida State does have an athletic director and perhaps the impetus to do something about things that are stagnant or not working and that they've got a guy in place who's seemingly been tasked with the responsibility of doing just that and is willing to do so. Uh, I think it's a there's a lot of factors, a confluence of a lot of events, but it's a big deal to fire him when they did. Uh, that name is synonymous with Florida State baseball. I feel bad for him. I've said that publicly, but I don't disagree with the decision. And I've also said that. And I think the three of us kind of feel that way. I, I don't want to speak for you too, but I think we all kind of realize that given the level of baseball played here the last two years and the way it was trending, it didn't look good. Ira, go for it. I think uh, me looking forward, you know, one of the things that I think is a positive of this, again, is that rightly or wrongly, there was a feeling in this program, around this program, among the fan base for a long time, that it just where it was where it was, it's where it's been, and it wasn't moving anywhere. You know, that Mike Martin Jr. was gonna be a continuation of Mike Martin Sr., which the last several years was just not trending in a good direction. And and somebody tweeted at me yesterday and said, Well, why weren't you guys saying that at the end of Mike Martin Sr.'s tenure? Well, first of all, they were still going. They were still winning forty games every year. They were still going to super regionals. They were still going to Omaha. I think they went to Omaha two of the last four or five years. He was there. two of the last three. Seven, two of the last seventeen and nineteen. Yeah. So you know, it wasn't like you were going to come out after Mike Martin, it, it, given those circumstances. But at the same time, I also agreed with people, and we all did. What was happening in the rivalry between Florida State and Florida over that decade was ridiculous. Florida got better and better and better 
was playing for national titles, and Florida State, when they would play, I mean, how many straight did they lose? 11, I think it was. Was, was it 11? I mean, and they weren't really competitive. 11, 20, who knows? Felt, were, after yeah. a while, I stopped if, counting. It yeah. felt like Florida could throw out their seventh pitcher, and it didn't matter, and Florida State wasn't going to score. So, I mean, that was the frustration. So then when Mike Martin Jr. took over, and it, and it wasn't going anywhere, I think he had to get, I mentioned it yesterday in the column I wrote, I think he had to get out of the gates really strong to just kind of get out of that feeling and I think there's been that feeling around the program so for that standpoint I think it's good for the program to just be moving in a new direction whatever that direction is sometimes a new set of eyes whether you uh, had anything against the previous coach or not is a good thing new blood can be a good thing do you think it would have mattered if they would have lost two in Athens and been done for Mike because that team it all of a sudden it gave this it gave this impression that Florida State was a a college World Series team, which it was in nineteen his last year. But they weren't very good all season. If they had just finished out that season like they finished out these last two seasons, you'd think that buys me an extra year because he's taken over a middling program. I, or or, do, or does does he not get the, the job? Because well, that's a good point too. Maybe if they if they lose out, they they go a different route because it's been it I was think two bad years I think in he would have got the job either way. But I I will say this: we weren't silent. I got into an argument with Mike Martin Jr. on the air. Was in it that year? Or was 2019. It, was it 19? Because they were, they were injury bad. Riddled yeah. And they were 16 and 15 mm-hmm. at one point. And that's when we had the argument. He was making the case that they've they've had injuries. I was making the case that they played poor baseball mm-hmm. with anybody they put on the yeah. field. They didn't pitch. They didn't pick it up. And they didn't run the bases. Yeah. And that 500 is no way to live if you're Florida State. And I mean, I think he made some valid points, but that we were expressing concerns that the program was not up to the standard, and you're not a victim of your own success. I've repeated that time and again. I repeated that with Bowden. When Bowden started losing games, I was like, that's the guy that told you he would leave if he ever lost four games, and then didn't. Yeah. Um, we talked about, like, just because you created this you know, juggernaut doesn't mean then that you're allowed to sit around and watch it flounder and and so i don't know i think there have been growing concerns i'm not one of these guys uh that thought that mike martin jr didn't know what he was doing i think he knows baseball but i think relationship wise i think he struggled with people yeah and you think about um i i think he did too and i i and you never you never know how somebody i mean we knew he was as you called him a red ass we Mm -hmm. knew that when he was the assistant coach you never know but so was mike martin senior for a good long time and then he became the lovable granddad guy. Now, obviously, Meat's not old enough to be a lovable granddad guy, but you didn't know how he would take to that job, and maybe he does lighten up. But clearly, that didn't seem to happen. Did you see the interview in in uh, at Auburn? Yeah, yes. yeah. I don't think that played well. No, and so, but but I think when you when you know as a Braves fan, I, Bobby Cox wasn't the best. Uh, he won the damn division every year, but he wasn't a great. What are you, a strategian? Is that a word? Somebody strategist? Strategist. Good grief. Turn 47 and fall to pieces. It's the gallbladder. Uh, When they take that out, you're going to be. I'm going to be smooth. Um, Wordsmith. What would you say? Strategist. Strategist. Bobby Cox, Brian Snitker, they're not unbelievable strategists. They don't have to be when you're rolling out that group. But they're great communicators, and they're they're really good at relationships. And baseball is so much of that because it's such a mind screw. It's a big part of it. That whole sport is just based on failure. screwing with your mind. Failure. So uh, it can be it, when you're already feeling bad and then maybe somebody doesn't uplift you the way you want or tell you go get them next time you got it or whatever the case may be, it can really screw with you. That, that A lot of that job is managing personalities and doesn't seem like Meat did that very well. So I think it's a good point to make that if it is a lot about communication because the truth is in baseball there are not a ton of decisions to make. 
that you know, unless you're really bucking the trend or you've embraced to the extreme uh, modern analytics. You're not doing too many things that right. would separate you from the common guy who understands the game and watches it from his couch. That's like pitching, I know which pitching reliever, changes, right? Yeah. That's about it. I'm going to get the lefty to face the lefty. Yeah. Okay, that's a tough one. You know, I mean, there aren't that many decisions to make. So it is about relationships because you're together for so long. The seasons are long. The day-in, day-out interactions matter greatly. You didn't get a sense anybody was running through a wall for that guy? There's also but, – but, the, but the situational stuff does compound it when – you have situations like Terrell getting cut, you know, cut off the oh, base on a absurd. bunt attempt. What was a three and zero? Oh. Um, Ball four, and he gets yeah, and and so those <sighs> kinds of things. That was mentioned to me by somebody of a pretty prominent stature in the university. That like those kinds of things. Oh, they did it was a lot, like yeah, a, yeah. it was like a. You was know, it the school president? Was it the president? Are anyway, you... <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Fundamentals were lacking. Yes, and 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 I think so. Anyway, you add all it all up, and the fact that he had never been a head coach. I just think that that you need to go back to the mindset of it, and I also mentioned this in my column. It, you go back to the mindset of when they sold him as the head coach. It, well, they got him on the cheap. They got him cheap, but they also it was a it was kind of a reward to some degree to what he had done for the school and for what his dad had done for the school. And it's college baseball. I mean, that was kind of behind the scenes. The feeling was it's college baseball. If it doesn't work out, we'll make a change in a couple of years. Like it was and never. Here gonna, it is. Yeah, here and it, it was never going to be. Like, hey, we're guaranteeing him five or six years to correct, fix it. Correct. And they've, they've been bad. I mean, they just have not been anywhere near what they were supposed to be. And he had some powerful backers that helped right. do that. And, and, and I think that he had, obviously, some of this was based on merit. You know, he had contributed a ton to the university. He was, uh, in his dad's latter years, he was the only reason they got the kids they got in recruiting. Uh, there were many years where he was in charge of the offense, and they led the country in on-base percentage and runs. They, yeah. they they were there. So there had been tangible successes, and he was also a great player. So, yeah, you're right. Here's a just reward. I only got to pay you four hundred fifty grand or whatever it was. Uh, let's see how you do. And if it doesn't work out, we'll move along. And here we are. So, not- so don't you feel like there's an energy? I mean, anytime there's a change, there's some energy. It just feels like there's some energy and excitement from the fan base that, okay, fuck. Finally, this thing can move forward. Let's yeah. see where it goes. Now, there's no guarantee the next guy's going to get out the gates great, and there's no guarantee the next guy's going to be successful, but at least it's kind of a – it didn't feel like the transition from Mike Martin Sr. to Mike Martin Jr. was any kind of new beginning for most of the fan base, and this would be. I will tell you this. Uh, if he's able to get Link Jarrett, which we all agree is who he's going after, I mean, he'd be a fool not to, um, he's actually in a perfect situation. Because nobody could blame him if it fails. Like yeah. If you're the AD and you hire Link Jarrett, and then he sucks for some reason, right. nobody's mad at you. The, he's almost universally the chosen, yeah. you know, you're protected in that sense. Like, I, I went and got the guy you've all wanted, that you yeah. wanted the last time we did this. And just know? made it to the College World Series yeah. at Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah, nobody would be mad at that point. You're kind of, you're, you're the, the foolproof hire. Some of the headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV continues in a moment. Ho, ho, ho. Horizons it took, Bar and Grill. It took all the strength I had not to interrupt you, turn off your mic, and go home. Do you like how I closed my eyes when I sang? Too? Oh, believe me, that was the best part. I didn't look at it, thankfully. It was unbelievable. He looked like like Al Jarreau or something. He's <laughs> <laughs> like Luther Vandross. Well, he was reference. making sure it was there. I want to apologize to Horizon Sports Bar and Grill. Uh, their delicious food uh, should not be overlooked by Corey's singing. Man, that's a great jingle game. from the restaurant itself. Uh, but Horizons Bar and Grill is where, Ira? Bannerman Crossing. you damn right it is. East Tallahassee, mm. off Thomasville Road and Bannerman Road. 
It's uh man, it's just it's incredible food, incredible people, incredible beers. It's where we are a lot. We're, hey, before a, the end of the group. week, fellas, uh, any week, like you could be listening to this six weeks from yeah. now. Let's let's all get together at Horizons Bar and Grill. We're there a lot. We really are. So if you want to see this in person, this trio, <laughs> never in mind person, the food. You get to see the three of us. But yeah, the food and the the drinks, the the patio, it's all good, man. It's all working. If it's you, all working. At and Horizons. if you sing the theme song, they'll give you some free food. I think. I think you get the bill is paid for if you sing the song, but with, you have to sing it like I do. With, and tell them Corey's thing with a bar tab. Yes, it's amazing. Correct. It's incredible. It, it's it incredible. Keeps growing. They're yes. so kind. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Rolling on Seminal Headlines, as the voice guy says. Make sure, again, to like and subscribe if you're watching on War Chant TV. Well, so now moving forward, it will be interesting. Uh, we'll all be watching Notre Dame. In the College World Series, and 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 to see how they uh, they progress, I think that uh, Link is not only the guy that everybody wants to see brought in for obvious reasons, and that he was born here, his parents live here, he played here, and during a glorious time to play here, in fact, but uh, also because they beat Tennessee. Man, yeah. that was the greatest. What yeah. a wonderful thing! What a gift to the world. Yeah, the sports loving world. Yeah. That yeah. was a great. Everybody gift. Everybody has to be pleased with the fact that that Tennessee team, the least likable team ever assembled is knocked out at home in front of those fans. It was glorious. They were like the uh like the mid 2010 Clippers. Oh, I, I thought you were the all Clippers. the way back to the, the Pistons uh, is good too. Like yeah. you know, Chris Paul and uh, oh, I think Beverly might have been on that team an and then Blake Griffin yeah. flexing on people. It, it was a pretty unlikable group to complain about every call. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, the Volunteers, man, that was uh that was unbelievable what they were <laughs> the like. Guy, the guy getting thrown out after F and F bomb in the the umpire and then asking and then, why. Then huh? the pitching I, coach comes out and does the same thing and he can't believe he's getting thrown out. Yeah. It's like what is wrong with you people? It wasn't yeah. the first guy to get thrown out for the weekend. I mean like what are we doing? Who yeah. gets thrown out of games in the Super Regional? Who, who? And it was a bad call. But who takes a called strike, turns to the umpire, right. and says, you're effing terrible, but not effing. In the first two then, innings of a game. Yeah, and then is stunned. Like, what? What I What did I do? <laughs> what? what? I don't believe this. It's the kid that breaks the lamp when you walk in. What? Wasn't, you try to turn yeah, it on? Yeah, like, yeah. That kid's a psychopath. Well, though, but right? also, I would note that uh, whatever athletic training program they're on at Tennessee, oh, boy. Florida State needs to adopt. They are on uh, it. The football team. Needs yes. to adopt yeah, oh, sure, yeah. what the baseball team yeah. in Tennessee is doing. Uh, the Bama table exists in Tennessee, guys. Yeah, yeah they, <laughs> I mean, they, they, it might, it might, maybe it explains some of the maybe, oh the derangement. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I, I feel like they've made some enough advances in steroids that maybe you don't get roid rage anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I they've thought, gotten right aside. All with the, I would tell you is that every, man for man, as I watched them come to the plate, everything about it was uncomfortable. The stupid pain on their faces, their pants are too tight, the demonstrative <laughs> actions after every pitch. I love like the support staff guys that look just like Vitello. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, they're yeah. all like mini Vitellos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also unlikable. By oh, the way. My gosh. <laughs> it's unreal. A team. It's it's almost like you created it in a lab to be a villain in a yeah. in a eighties. A, a silly movie, movie. Yeah. yeah. You'd be like, that is so well done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're yeah. all like Johnny the Lawrence. At one point, they bordered on so hated that I liked them. Like, they really crossed. They, became, <laughs> they leaned they, into it they so much, into they, it, so it became much. fun to root for them. Like, my favorite wrestler of all time is Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah, were, and Piper's pit was so insane yeah. that I was like, I love this guy. He's the best of all time. At times, Tennessee was so unlikable that I was like, I'm starting to like Tennessee, guys. I'm starting, <laughs> yeah, they got I'm some starting to like Rowdy Roddy Piper They vibe. refused to give in. And then it was just the tip. I mean, it was, the, it was perfect sports. I mean, you've got that team playing the way and acting the way they are against this Notre Dame team, a bunch of 23-year-olds, mm-hmm. just playing baseball. Yeah. You know, not, nothing fancy, nothing crazy, nothing showboat. 
and they end up winning. Well, the when series. they hit the home run, it's a showboat. And well, I don't, for sure, what, they do what's celebrate. happened to college baseball? Well, let's get on that for a second before we go to Link. People don't get thrown at Corey. Is the answer? Well, but like it is, a, it is insane. Like yeah. every home run is is like a Harlem Shake video. What was like the, they they go crazy? So hold on, the Notre Dame celebration, the bomb, yeah. The yeah. Whole thing? We need to do that after every home run here. Who is the Even if you're down that, 11, yeah, now, What 11, about if you're down 11 to 2 in the 8? It's 11 to nothing. You hit a solo shot with two outs in you're the 8. You're still doing the bomb. I want them all on the front step. We're doing the bomb, uh, baby. Man, We're that all seems, going. I feel like it needs to fit the, <laughs> the, the status of well, the game. Well, in that case, it did set. Oh, it, yeah. Oh, to those fans, get you some of that. It was beautiful. Who but, was it? Who was it that came here a few years ago with the basketball hoop and then FSU imitated? It? That's I think true. that might have been Louisville, that, yeah. Louisville or NC State, been, somebody like that. That seemed a bit awkward. Yeah. Yeah. So, but they, everybody, all the, they have all these celebrations now. It's like a dunk contest <laughs> where you're trying to keep guys from falling onto the court uh, because they're they're so excited. It's just I don't know when that happened. But I it's don't know become, either. But I think it has a lot to do with nobody gets thrown at. Yeah, because probably. the suspensions in college baseball are severe. I, I had that explained to me many moons ago. Like if you come to college baseball from pro baseball, you'll see kids do things in a college game. You're like, ooh, that kid's gonna get hit. Yeah, and yeah. and I remember saying that when I wait in like '92, I saw a kid do something at second base. I was like, mm, they're gonna hit him in the face the next time he comes up. And the person was like, oh no, no, you don't hit anybody in college baseball. That's like a that's like a three week suspension. So or I have the season. Uh, I was like, what? I have a I have a hypothetical. Let's just say it's a hypothetical. It may or may not have happened in Charleston when Brady's last tournament. Brady, like an idiot, tries to steal home in a three two game. Against a very good team. He's on third. He got a good hit. Stole second. Got he, third and wild Are they pitch. up 3-2 or down 3 They're down 3-2. Two. Two and he's trying to tie inning. the game. He's trying to be a hero. With two outs and our best hitter up. Oh! Who's also our best pitcher. Oh. And they were playing on high school fields. Yeah. It's the oh, first so it's time like, It's the first time he's <laughs> played Brady's on 90 not foot. Fast. He's, not, he's not slow, but he is not fast <laughs> enough to pull It ain't like this. stealing in the little. No. <laughs> so as he said afterwards, he's like, when I got halfway, I'm like, oh, yeah, these are 90-foot bases. <laughs> Uh, so he's out by ten feet. Oh, oh yeah, I'm tired. The, 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 the <laughs> Where's that home plate? I'm not gonna get there. The catcher, uh, who's a very good catcher. This was a team from Florida they were playing. I think UCF's coach, his kid is on this team. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Um, the he's, kid needs. And he's, a, still, he's telling the story to people in Orlando. <laughs> he's like, yeah, 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 kid trying to steal home <laughs> like an idiot. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, the kid puts his knee down. Actually, hits Brady in the face with his knee. Tags him out. And then gets up, says, suck it, B. But he do, he uses the real word. The, Bob, the, Bobby? Yeah, Fantastic. he does not yeah, Brady. Yeah. And then spikes the ball. Does kind of a hip thrust, stands over him, spikes the ball, and says, suck it, B. So any of <laughs> it's crazy. By the way. For, as a 13-year-old. Hey, I, I got to tell you, just for fun. If he had just said "suck it, B," actually "suck it, B," "suck it, B" is, is great. fantastic because <laughs> you don't know if he's saying yeah, yeah. if he knows Brady's Brady, name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he, no, he said the word. Yeah, spikes the ball. Um, he might have said "sit down." I don't know, but it, the the last word was definitely that word. That our hitter is also our pitcher, and he's our best. He's our oh, best. Oh, you got to hit that kid. So he tells his dad because we all wanted the kid to be something. Should have happened to the kid for that. Not we didn't know what he said. Although but just Brady kind of got what he deserved. Well, he got out, which is definitely what he deserved. <laughs> So Andrew tells his oh no, sorry an unnamed player on Brady's team tells his tells his <laughs> dad did you hear what they just said to Brady and he's like what did he say and he said uh, and he told him it. and he goes Andrew drill the first kid <laughs> we're dealing with twelve year olds and thirteen thirteen year olds so uh, and Andrew your coach throws, is a psycho no it's not a coach it's, it's a dad. dad oh but um, and again y'all don't know the name they say, and this is all hypothetical this didn't happen but the umpire hears it and kicks. He kicks the dad out of the game, and at that tournament, if the dad is ejected, then the head coach gets ejected too, um, because that's the tournament you want. What kind of 
But Travis but the, Sham mockery is going on in Atlanta. So the umpire heard the dad saying, "Drill the next kid." Yeah. But, so he, he kicked he, the dad he from the, the premises. dad out of the game, which is fine. Um, but As he but why not do anything to the catcher? And there are some written. I know it's thirteen, so I was like, "Yeah, you probably don't need to throw at a kid." But you act like that on a baseball field. There usually are some repercussions. Sure, you might get spiked. You might, yeah. And so I did tell Brady, "I'm like, man, go thank that dad for having your back." Like he he wasn't mad at the calls that were being made in the game. He was mad that he didn't do anything to that kid kid mm-hmm. that treated you like that. And yeah. there, I, I assume he's a Tennessee Volunteer fan, that catcher. I also think you have to be a little bit more discreet. Like I don't, I think you're you're the dad, so loud. if you're yeah. the dad, you just calmly pull your kid yeah. aside, be like, "Drill this kid in the back." <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's understood. It's simple. It's it's understood. Baseball. We're playing baseball here, what we're right? Doing here. Hey, and kid. if you're raising them right, yeah. you just give them a look. You just, you know, that's exactly he, right. He you have to if say. you're raising them right, you don't have to do anything. The kid already <laughs> yeah. knows. <laughs> <laughs> but if he does look to the bleachers, that's when we all do the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just time. a knowing nod. That's your teammate. That's, that's your teammate has, laying on the ground. What has to be done right there? That's that's he called him done. a B. You can't let that happen. I mean, we're, how, how do you think the volunteer dugout would have handled something like that? Well, first of all, they, they all turned into Tennessee Volunteers. Yeah, yeah exactly. That kid, this kid's they probably be heavily recruited, recruited right now. <laughs> Seminole Headlines, 93.3. Real Talk Radio War Chant TV continues in a moment. Seminole Headlines is brought to you by Register Sausage, serving the Florida Panhandle and Lower Alabama for over 75 years. To find a store near you or to buy directly from Registers, head to registermeats.com. That's registermeats.com. Seminole Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chauffel, and Corey Clark. Rolling on, some of the headlines. Uh, we'll get to headliner questions in the next hour, obviously. And, uh, you know, listen, one thing I will bring up, there will be no shortage of candidates. So if for some reason, because I've had a couple of people suggest this and I just don't agree with them, they think it would be embarrassing if, if, if for some reason uh, Mike Alford is unable to retain the services of Link Jarrett. I don't think so. I mean, if, if there is, a, and I don't think it'll be Notre Dame, but let's just say hypothetically somebody wanted to pay him 2 or $3 million right. a year to be a baseball coach, well... Roll on, Big River. Good for you. I'm not paying my college coach two or three million dollars a year. Yeah, I don't think this is a Link Jarrett or bust situation. Like that's the only candidate out there. I think there's man, there's a ton of really good baseball coaches across the country. And like you said earlier, there's no guarantee Link Jarrett's going to have success. I mean, all this is kind of a crapshoot, man. Like nobody. I mean, Link Jarrett when he got the Notre Dame job, I don't think anybody would have expected it to have gone the way it has, yeah. which is great. Good for him. But He's look done at a good the job. guy, the guy that just got fired at Clemson, Monty Lee. Mm-hmm. When he got when he when he was at where was he before Charleston? Troy, I think he was at Troy. I thought he was at Troy. He was at another school in South Carolina. Oh, maybe it was. But yeah. he, Charleston. but but they in when they got him, they like they were hell bent on getting him. They fired um the, yeah, yeah. the former coach who'd been there forever. To, to bring him in specifically, he was their only candidate. They bring him in, and it was it didn't go anywhere. So there's no guarantees, but Link Jarrett just fits on so many levels. You know, you bring up an interesting point. Uh, if you recall, and I know you do, I mean, Lopez wins that national championship out in Arizona right. and then gets to Florida and is a right. flop and gets fired and then goes and wins another national championship. He had won at Pepperdine. Pepperdine. And, yeah. and then won one at Arizona. Yeah. So think about that. That guy wins at Pepperdine, uh, which is a miracle, and right. then gets the job at Florida. Seemed like a no-brainer. Right. And, and he fails. had some success, but not, yeah, yeah, but not. nothing close to right. what they thought. And then he got the Arizona job and won there. And that um, was a fluky team. Yeah, very well. Yes, yes, and that's a team that if Florida State wins and loses to an extra innings, I might say, in the College World right. Series, you recall, yeah. had they won that game, they were set up to make that run, the elusive run. Well, anyhow. It was uh, College of Charleston. Mm-hmm. I don't know why yeah. I thought Troy. I don't know why I thought that. But, yeah, College of Charleston, the they were good. Yeah, gallbladder, man, screwing with me. 
Um, so yeah, and that's what I that's the kind of the, what I was talking about with with when when the decision was made three years ago to hire Meat Link Jared. It's not like he was setting the world on fire at UNC Greensboro. He had a nice program, right. but they weren't threatening for Omaha. And you know, there, there's no guarantee that a, that a that a head coach at a mid major is going to be better than uh, oh, an assistant no, at a major. Not, yeah. I mean, there's there's plenty of proof to go both ways. And with with everything being equal, the name Martin and the fact that he'd been part of the program for 20 years probably wins out. But now that Link has done what he's done at Notre Dame, you feel much better in in your own conference. Right. You feel much better about uh, about that decision. Now, I will say this oddly because I, I brought it up to both of you guys that you know out of out of the 12 contributing guys, 13 they can they had in that in that in that super regional they won. Five are grad students and five are seniors. So 10 of them. Yeah, so were, it's a good time for him to leave. But also there's 10 guys that he didn't recruit. Oh, most of that team is guys he didn't, he didn't recruit. Which is sure. crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's, 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 that's But, that's but winning with that group will go a long way in assisting his efforts to recruit here. Sure. Yeah, for sure. And, it's, and, it's, and again, it speaks to why it's a perfect time for him to take whatever opportunity he's got, whether it's Florida State, whether it's Clemson, wherever it's some, you know, he's the people who think, oh, well, if Notre Dame wins a national title, he's staying. I think you're mistaken. He, there's not the, there's going to be some euphoria if he wins a national title, yeah. but that's not where you that's not where a college baseball coach, especially one who grew up in the southeast, yeah. is is striving to. That's well, not that a weather. The weather job. sucks. The city isn't a baseball city. Clearly, it's yeah. just they not don't a great go to city. Games. Period. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we I talked about the, the smash. Yeah, they they had a Friday night game against Clemson where they had three hundred people in their Tech, attendance. Who was ranked? And then Virginia Tech the next week they had a three hundred person attendance game and then the the Saturday night the big crowd must have been a bobblehead was 830 was 830 people right like they just don't play in front of even a thousand people a bad weekend series in tally is what three so, four thousand so, yeah. imagine yeah. recruiting to that versus recruiting to this I mean there's a lot of reasons and Plus then he's throw in here. the fact that he from here and played here yeah. so I mean and yeah he might so, get he might get offered uh, I don't know I don't know who what, what even the highest college baseball coach makes but even if he's offered 1.9 to go somewhere or you get offered somewhere around I just think one. if you're in the neighborhood of a million dollars, which is probably the going rate for a top-tier college yeah. baseball coach that is being sought after by universities who have a lot of money, then, you know... That Throw if some incentives the, in there. Tell him if he wins the College World Series, he gets $25 million. So, <laughs> let's not do that. <laughs> But, well, but, but that would be Florida State's luck. They finally yeah. win one. He'd win it the and first not, year he's here. Like, oh, feel we're good. broke. Now we can't fire the football coach. <laughs> Great. Yeah. We can't pay Willie anymore. So people have asked what other names are out there. Remember, the last go-around, there were a lot of guys that have Florida State ties, and not anybody that's hired has to have Florida State ties. There are other good coaches in baseball, of course. Uh, but there are guys that have are well accomplished in the world of baseball. Some who've coached minor league baseball, some who've coached college baseball, some that were prolific players as pros, you name it, that wanted this job. I know Doug Benkavich wanted this job. Grafol's another Pedro guy. Grifol. Yeah, there's, there are a lot of guys that Kevin wanted Cash, this. maybe? Uh, don't think he's leaving. <laughs> okay, all right, um, we'll see. Yeah, I don't think we can match that salary. Probably not. But, uh, but, I mean, like a lot of guys that have had success and been career baseball guys and that are very, very interested in the job. So, you know, they'll have people to fall back on. They'll have people that are outside the Florida State family that are accomplished baseball coaches that recognize some of the built-in advantages of coaching here in Tallahassee. Yeah, yeah. from what I heard, they were, even when the season ended, even before they fired Mike Martin Jr., there, was, there were people reaching out for on behalf of baseball coaches around the country, hey, are you guys going to make a change because we want to be involved? So, I mean, there's interest in this. There's a lot of interest in this job. And I know there's a, there's a we kill Hauser all the time, nobody like you. It's a dump. But but you know in the state of the program and the, and the investment we talk about all these things. But the reality is it could be, it could be shined up and be a jewel again. This this program is not 
I'm not saying it's one that could be one of the top three Facility, jobs in the country, yeah, yeah, yeah. but there are things that can be done to get this job to back you. Any head coach that they hire, if it's the right head coach, to me is going to Michael Alford and saying, "What are we doing?" Here? I want to hear what the direction is, and I want like a tangible plan. All agreed for that this to get this back to what it used to be because it could be there again. There's no reason it can't. There just has to be that commitment. And well, don't don't you think like uh, even if Link says no, I mean I think you could look at. I don't know, five or six teams from the Super Regional and their coaches would, would come to Florida State. I mean, I think East I Carolina most, for sure. Right. I mean, yeah. Florida State still has that. I didn't realize that East Carolina has never been to Omaha because they've been a good program for a long time. They've been in the college world or the tournament like 30 times and never even made it to Omaha once. But I feel like So Florida, let's not hire that guy. Well, but he's only been there five <laughs> years. They, they hosted a Super <laughs> Regional, uh, lost to Texas. Yeah. But, like, uh, you know, I, I just think that those kind of programs, Florida State still towers above them. Florida State is still, Florida State is still a major name in college baseball, yeah. without question. I do think there's a long way to go with that stadium. The bowels of that stadium is... But don't you think if you're somebody like Link Jarrett or somebody at Georgia Southern or the guy at East Carolina, you're like, I man... I don't want the guy from Georgia Southern either. Can we, can we get some bigger names in here on but, this list? They hosted you're a regional. Really they were top low, 15. Baby. You're shooting really um, low. But don't you think... I mean, can he's we the get that guy of, at the University of Tampa to come here? You got we? the head coach from Memphis to be yeah. the football coach. <laughs> Just um, So I, I'm saying, like... When you think about Florida State, if those guys with those egos and they've done well at these places, they're like, man, if I can get Georgia Southern to be a top fourteen team in the country in Statesboro, Georgia, what could I do with all of that no, at Florida the, State? The same thing right. with Link Jarrett, yeah, you know, or same thing with the guy from East Carolina. I do think one thing that's been exposed, and I, you know, I first guessed this. I get a lot of things wrong. I always put that out there, but I get a lot of things right too. I first guessed this about five to seven years ago. You started seeing a trend where suddenly Florida State's Stadium ranking, even within the ACC, was beginning to plummet, right? You Like, Virginia's and North Carolina's stadium were better. And then you start seeing, like, why does Wake have a better stadium than us? And I started, like, looking at all this. Why do their video boards have, like, stats on it? Like, real things that matter. <laughs> it just looks nicer. Everything about it, you know? And right. there's not a bunch of dust on the fans and puddles in the stands. So, as we were sitting there, I was like, well, now it's not just a few ACC schools that have better facilities, baseball, than Florida State. It's all of them not named, say, Boston College. And then I start looking at every program in the SEC, which it stands to reason, they all have better facilities and a lot of energy at those games, at these SEC games. It's insane. Every park I'm looking at looks like it's a better facility than Florida State. But how do they get the students to be so active? They feed them booze. And they they let them bring beer and stuff. And Florida State doesn't allow that? Florida State also doesn't have a great place to go hang. There's no outfield. There's no, like, if you look at a lot of those places, like if you watch a game, Ole Miss or Mississippi State, where they're throwing beers in the air after home runs, it's all in the outfield. It's out there where they're just hooping and hollering. They let them barbecue out there. They let them drink all they want. They can bring all their own stuff in. They just got to keep it within reason. Yeah, not at Florida State. You'll be on the road. You could shut the road down. Shut the, whatever that road stands is. there is the point. You have to give a place there for to make it fun. Uh, you got to modernize it. I think they can. I agree with you. I think they have a shot at it. I feel like you could sell seats on that screen too. I, that's something I've been a part of for a while. You put you put about twelve or fifteen seats on that right field screen, like Fenway, like we go out there like yeah. the wall. But you're actually having you're hooking up to a harness because there's no you're going to be on. And if you can hit one of those people, it's two runs. Uh, it's, in a, it's some sort of bonus. Right? It's like hitting the cow, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah you Durham, get a free yeah. steak or something. <laughs> you get a free steak. That'd yeah. be awesome. Seminole headlines. Ninety three three Real Talk Radio. War Chat TV continues in a moment. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so 
easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. So as we head uh, this week, Ira, into uh, more camp activity, you're going to be out there this week. I think I'm going to be out there again tomorrow checking, out the, you. Uh, checking out the kiddies. Uh, I think t- tomorrow's a... Uh a uh, big man camp. It's a big, and they've got like that's a, an important camp. Got like fifty school, fifty something schools. Michael tells me, um, so I'll probably go out there and kind of check that out. See, Do you watch the, uh, the drills or are you just hobnobbing? Me, mostly You're hobnobbing. hobnobbing. Yeah, yeah. you're well, not looking at the hobnob. feet and then like the knee flexion to you know, see what you like. Okay, what I'm gonna you don't leave like. that. I'm gonna leave that to some of the other experts out there, right? And, uh, right. and by that I mean other media. Yeah, right. you're just you're just uh, forging relationships. That's what I do, as you should, as you should. Corey, you're not going. No, it's you know it's gonna be well. I'll be on the road to Atlanta anyway, but it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be 114 degrees tomorrow. Yeah, yeah I'm not gonna be. What there a great either. day for the big guys. Yeah, what a great time They're to come excited. to Tallahassee. Yeah, yeah they must probably be. do a lot inside. They on Saturday when I went out there, they moved inside because a lightning threat mm. possibility. Kids are sitting around praying for lightning in this heat. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly right. Heat exhaustion camp. Sometimes when we're out there in the fall, I'm reminded of the fact that I once played football and practiced in those pads and did those things in the state of Florida. And I've always reminded that I could not do that now. I don't know how they do do it. And it's 98 and humid. That's no way to live. That's folks. how you live, though. That's, that's how you the, lived your whole life. You were William Floyd. Yeah, there's so no way. Grew up. It wasn't fun. And they made us, if you're going all the way back to those days, they made us start with this long ass run around the two practice fields and the tennis courts. And that's they didn't allow you to drink water, right? Oh, well, well, no, they used that as an incentive, right? Yeah. Maybe you can have water if you don't screw this play up. Think about how backwards ass that was. People just dropping like flies. They hydrate a lot better these days. Yeah, they, they I mean, that's out. a sign of weakness that a kid falls out because he's Cause dehydrated. Well, he's he tired. Does. I remember this one kid. I won't say his name. He was very big for his age. I felt very sorry for him. He was unskilled but big. Yeah. And uh, we used to have to do all these drills where basically you're just you know, over the dummies and you're you know footwork drills. Man, invariably by the end of practice, if we were doing some of those things, he'd fall out, and they would they would yell at him for falling out, and he was just dying of thirst. It's a wonder he's not when, dead. When I covered high schools in South Georgia, this is in the early '90s. This isn't like you know the '60s. Might there, as well be. Thomasville High School was playing a football game, <laughs> and several other guys got cramps during the game, which can happen in yeah, August hot. It's in Hades. South Georgia. It was yes. like a, it was a season opener, and uh, the high school coach got mad at me because I he thought I was making him their kids look soft. It's like no man. It's a human body. Yeah, they're people cramp at FSU football practice. These are the best. Some of the best athletes. They in cramp the country. all the time. Get full body cramps. 
Oh, I mean, and by the, the way, all of us listening, talking now, know you get a calf cramp. Oh man, that is not where it's at, baby. That is the. I have shot up in bed yeah. and about thrown my wife across the room with. Start calf hopping cramps. around the room. Oh, you're just reaching, trying to pull. Please, God you, help. The last one I got was in Biloxi after a heavy night of drinking. I didn't know you could drink oh, yeah, yourself yeah. into a calf cramp. Oh, hydrated. Yeah, but you, I dehydrated times. myself so much. I'm like, what is this? I didn't just go run a, a race. Why did my Why is my leg doing this? And that was that was why. But hey, don't do that with vodka. Vodka, I'm fine. I can drink as much as I want. I make sound decisions. You can drink decisions. anything you want starting post-gallbladder surgery, baby. Man, I Let's can't get wait to on. see what I'm going to be throwing in this thing. You're like Keith Richards after a blood transfusion. We're back to heroin, <laughs> God, baby. God. Whatever you want to do. I can do, do whatever I want. All new blood. Let's That's go. I'd like a younger gallbladder, honestly. Back to heroin. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. too bad. But yeah, the the, the calf cramps. I, I don't know. I can't even imagine what a full body cramp feels yeah. like. I mean, I know what a calf cramp felt like. I don't know what a full body. It's agony. But hamstring cramps, calf cramps, thigh cramps, any of those kinds of cramps. I you ever got a cramp in your jaw, like like if you like sitting just sitting there chewing gum or something. I don't chew a lot of gum, but if you do, have you ever had that where you start to cramp up or you yawn and get a cramp? No, these are that's highly trained athletes. Now let me we're explain. Yeah. About now. <laughs> yeah, let me explain. The, the yawn cramp. As a man who drinks bare minimum three large cups of coffee every mm. day. And is also fond of the drink in the evenings, right. say like a four or five beers. Mm-hmm. You marry those two on the back end. You start your day with coffee, you end your day with a few beers. You can wake up in the morning, yawn, and have a jaw cramp with the best of them. You can <laughs> you just do start it. smacking your You're face. You're like, oh, good God, the pain. And then you get up and you guzzle some water and you tell yourself as you look in the mirror, you've got to live a better lifestyle. Yeah. You've got to start making better and more responsible decisions. And then you go have a cup of coffee. Right, That's right. What yeah. you do. Get ready. <laughs> start looking forward to that drink at the end of the day. That's how that works, man. Yeah, yeah you don't make actual changes. You just tell yourself you're going to make those changes and you might have that conversation every day every day for months and at some years. point you'd say you're just broken jeff you're just yeah. broken and then you'd go ahead and say that let that wash over for a second <laughs> and then go well but your, lo- your wife loves you and your kids love you go get yeah. your yeah, you got you've already lived a good life no matter right. what happens you're 51 after this. years you old made it what do 50. you care you made it 50 yeah ira have you seen the new top gun yet no kim and i were talking about going tomorrow night why took- is this a, a repeat Subject. I took because I took Brady. I took Brady. Uh, we don't yesterday. need to keep talking about Tom. But Gun. I took Brady yesterday, and I came to the conclusion that I think, based on the original material, which is awful, this is the best sequel that's ever been made. I get where you're going. I had this discussion. It's funny that we're t- doing this now. I said that when I went back and watched the first one again before going to see the new one, and I did so just because I wanted to be reminded of some of the subtleties <laughs> sure, <laughs> of yeah. the first one, right? So I went back and watched it, and I remember being somewhat appalled as I watched it. I was like, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. I forgot this was the, the – I don't know that there are too many non sequiturs in, in one yeah. movie. It's the silliest thing ever. And then you it's have pretty the, thin script, well, you very the dumbest, stereotypical the characters. The homoerotic volleyball scene. Yeah. Everything, yeah. you're like, what is going on with all of this? And so all of that was troubling. And then – so. Comparatively, this looks like an Oscar award winner. Yeah. I, I see where you're going with it. It's because still, Godfather it's still, Two is a great sequel, it's but an incredible Godfather, sequel. Godfather was really, really good. It Aliens, is, but Godfather Two is really good. Alien was good. Aliens was really good. Mm-hmm. Top Gun is so just, awful. I mean, and then it, to see it, it, it was a come together like movie. this, but this is a good movie. Well, uh, let's go easy. It's I don't a good get movie. His hopes all up. No, I, I, I actually, he's not something. the only person telling me that. I've had several people tell me how good this sequel is it's good i just the only really the only difference between it and schindler's list as jeff said (laughs) is it's not in black and white it's in color but everything else is i'm just saying go see it 
with nominal expectations, and you'll come well, out. Well, that's too. We've that's sailed past. You no, know, you're going to go in feeling very. You'll, you'll feel very good afterwards. If you so go in much, thinking that it's like Corey's talking about it, you're going to be disappointed. It's so much better than you would have ever thought it would be. I'm just, just disappointed you've completely forgotten about Smokey and the Bandit too. Ooh. And Cannonball Run. Look again. So both bad, of those right. were so good, and the, the their first ones were so good. It Empire was, Strikes Back is better than all of those. Yeah, but again, Star movie. Wars was good. I'm just saying, from uh, from a not a good, uh, not a very well thought out movie in the beginning. It was cool at the time. To this, with a real script, with good acting, with with conversations and lines that, in script that makes sense. Man, it's good stuff. Somebody Man, the, the chat, kid does a great job as Goose's kid. Somebody somebody did a good job here on the chat. Rocky Two is really good. Yes, I'll oh, get out Rocky of here. Two, Rocky Two, what? Get the hell out of here. Rocky Two is really good, but it's not better than the original. And no, this, because the original's good. I, that's that's the whole point of no, what I'm trying I'm to saying, say. I get it, but you can't then overstate how good this is just because, by way of comparison, it's not the worst movie ever Would made. Would you say it's five times better than the original? A hundred times better right, than the original. That's my point. Well, listen, man. If a guy films himself peeing on a wall and then makes a movie <laughs> afterwards for part two, and it, it has a script than, I, and I'm dialogue, not gonna let you. And, I mean. Uh, <laughs> denigrate the greatness of the first Top Gun. It's so which bad. Changed cinema. It's it changed cinema. You got to see Anthony the Edwards. The first in a one is tank top. reprehensibly bad when you go back and watch it. It it's, just doesn't make a lot of sense. It's just the dumbest damn movie but, ever made. But Kelly McGillis was in it. God bless her. Not in this one though, Iris. So don't get your hopes up. Oh no! Don't don't be, you I, don't have to I, be disappointed. He's I done. He, he's done. <laughs> this segment's over, right? He's had enough. He's had enough. Hour number two forthcoming. Stay with. Thank you.